Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash POS for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, August 4th. The fallout continues from former President Donald Trump's arrest and arraignment in the federal courthouse this week. As you all know, former President Donald Trump pled not guilty to four federal charges related to his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. That happened yesterday in a federal courthouse in D.C. He was released pending trial, and the next hearing in this case has been set for August 28th. Donald Trump has been responding to yesterday's pretty historic, dramatic event in typical fashion for Donald Trump, sort of as you would expect. Obviously, he has long denied any wrongdoing in the case, and he continues to slam the case for being political in nature. And he revealed a little more of his thinking today in one of his Truth Social posts. He wrote, quote, My political opponent has hit me with a barrage of weak lawsuits, including the DA, the AG, and others, which require massive amounts of my time and money to adjudicate. Resources that would have gone into ads and rallies will now have to be spent fighting these radical left thugs in numerous courts throughout the country. That is really interesting from Donald Trump because it's really the first time I've seen the former president acknowledge that his legal troubles are having a negative impact on the campaign as he would want it to be, especially when it comes to money. So we saw recently one of his leadership packs had spent $40 million on legal fees. We saw them also ask $60 million refund from a super PAC that was supposed to go to things like TV ads. So this is Donald Trump acknowledging the political reality that much of the financial support for what is supposed to be his presidential campaign is being used for legal purposes. That seems to be getting under his skin a bit. He also, without any explanation or apparent understanding of how this would all work, he said that the Supreme Court must intercede in this case right now. And there's not a system for that at this moment. Obviously, this could go up to appeal to the Supreme Court one day, but there's no role here for the Supreme Court to intercede. When he got back to Washington Reagan National Airport after his court appearance yesterday, the former president spoke to reporters. This is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary. Multiple sources told CNN that he left the courthouse in a sour and dejected mood. And throughout the day, you saw the Republican elected official world close ranks almost entirely around the president, pushing back against the indictment complaining about a so-called two-tiered justice system. One side of it goes easy on Joe Biden and his family, and another that hits Trump hard and Trump allies hard. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy got quite worked up in his comments yesterday when he was asked about Trump's continued claims that the 2020 election was stolen. And I can say the same thing that Hillary Clinton says about her election that she lost. I can say the same thing about those in the Democratic Party from the leadership on down about George Bush not winning, that Al Gore did. But were any of them prosecuted? Were any of them put in jail? The answer is no. 
So yeah, you can raise that, that someone raised a question. And you know, in America, you are entitled to raise a question. You're entitled to question whether it was honest or not. But you know what? You shouldn't be prosecuted for your thoughts. Now, this is totally beneath Kevin McCarthy. He knows better. He knows that what occurred with Donald Trump is in no way comparable to what occurred with Hillary Clinton. First of all, her concession speech in the 2016 election was carried live on every network for everyone to see the day after the election. So there was that. And he also cited back in 2000, 2001, when members were contesting the electoral count in Congress in the aftermath of the Bush-Gore race. Again, that was well after Al Gore had already conceded the presidential election after the Supreme Court ruled to George W. Bush. So Kevin McCarthy knows that Donald Trump behaved uniquely in American political history, but clearly did not want to acknowledge that. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, one of Donald Trump's strongest supporters in the House Republican leadership, released a statement as Trump was in court yesterday saying that the indictment was, quote, a politically charged witch hunt orchestrated by Joe Biden's corrupt DOJ. Of course, there's no evidence that the Department of Justice is corrupt. And it just shows you how solidified the Republican Party is behind its frontrunner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. As we've seen now a couple times, there's a difference with some Senate Republicans, especially the leader of the Senate Republicans, Mitch McConnell, who's obviously no fan of Donald Trump, and the Senate Minority Whip John Thune. Neither one of them, at least as of this Friday afternoon as we're recording this podcast, has weighed in on the indictment or the arraignment yesterday. But one of McConnell's top members of his leadership team, Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina, said, quote, Given the public's declining confidence in the impartiality of the DOJ and concerns over the perception of a two-tier justice system, Congress must conduct robust oversight of the investigation and ultimate decision to prosecute President Trump. Here was Senator Lindsey Graham on Fox News earlier this week. Night and day. Um, so uh, Hunter Biden gets a plea deal that nobody in your audience would get. When it comes to Donald Trump, there are no rules. Destroy him, destroy his family. When it comes to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, they get away with almost everything. If you want to change that, we better win in 2024. And here was Ron DeSantis running in second place to Donald Trump in the Republican presidential nomination race. He was in Iowa today. And he, too, was hammering away the theme that this entire prosecution is nothing but a political ploy. I think you have people in D.C. in the Justice Department that are responding to a lot of left wing pressure. I mean, they've been trying to get him since he became president. We need to end the weaponization. And I'm the guy that can get that done. I mean, I am not going to go in there um, and let them run circles around me. And we did get a snapshot at how the public is responding to this most recent indictment and arraignment. A new poll from ABC News and Ipsos out today showed that two thirds of Americans, 65 percent, say that these new charges in this January 6th case are serious. Now, this poll was conducted for two days, August 2nd and August 3rd, after the indictment became public. Now, that 65 percent number is larger than the percentage of the people who said that the charges in the two previous cases, the classified documents case and the hush money case, were serious. And in fact, a majority in the new poll say that Trump should have been charged with a crime. 52% say so. 32% say he should not have been charged. 
So that's how broadly the public sees this, which is why you have some in the Republican Party concerned that Donald Trump proves to be a weak general election nominee next year because the public is clearly not on his side overall, a general election public, with the arguments that he makes pushing back. But it also shows us why he is in such a strong position for the Republican nomination. In this poll, only 19 percent of Republicans say that the charges against him are very serious. Just 19 percent of Republicans believe that. And today, Donald Trump will continue to zigzag as he will throughout this entire campaign, one day dealing with his legal troubles in a courtroom. Tonight in Alabama, Donald Trump will be on the campaign trail before the Alabama Republican Party, surrounded by the congressional delegation offering endorsements to Trump today. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Chris Bow and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.